Now, do you see what just happened here? I just divided the room in half. You see, half of you right now are what you call rule breakers. And you know who you are. Like, you think you can turn left into Produce Junction. Like, when we put those ropes up, we put the ropes up in the back, you're the first ones to climb over. You're like, that doesn't mean me. Like, no, this is how you know the rule breaker. You have 17 items in your hand. You know you have 17 items, but you see the 15 items are left express lane, and you go anyways. You are a rule breaker. When you view rules, you're like, rules are more like suggestions. They're, they're, they're helpful suggestions for other people, mostly. And when you think about this and you think about your relationship with God, it has nothing to do with rules. What's your motto? Love is greater than obedience. It's all about love. I love God and he knows that. He sees my heart, so I do whatever I want to do. So when Ahimelech takes that bread that is only for the priest, gives it to David, you're like, yes, he did. And he should have done that. And I would have done the same. But then there's the other half of you, who are what we call rule followers. And just hearing that someone with 17 items would consider going through the express lane, make you not only mad, you're sitting there saying, I thought these people were Christians. Like, what is this? Like, my relationship with God is not based on all these gushy, lovey feelings. It's based on a decision, a commitment, a covenant, right? I've declared my oath between the sacrificed animals. I will commit to God. Therefore, that means obedience. Obedience is greater than lovey-dovey feelings. It's not about feelings. It's about a decision I've made. All right? The two sides of this. Some of you, rule followers have married a rule breaker, and you're going to need counseling. <laughs> Whichever side you fall on this spectrum, though, rule follower, rule breaker, we all need to be real careful here. Because how we read this passage, how we read rules, love, and obedience is going to have a lot to do. It's going to say a lot about how we relate to God, what we think of church, what we think of his word, okay? Really, really important here. So let's just do a couple warnings. If you are a rule breaker, please listen to me. And you know who you are. We must not use our good motives as an excuse to disobey God's law. All I've got to say is Saul. First Samuel chapter 15. Why is Saul rejected from God? Because Saul, you know, God told him to do one thing, but he really didn't want to do that. He had a better idea. Oh, I love God so much. I'm going to offer him this big sacrifice. So he disobeys God because he wants to do something better for God. He wants to love God in his own personal, private way. And what does Samuel say to him? He says, obedience is better than sacrifice. Okay. But, 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 rule followers, before you say amen, we must not use God's law as an excuse to not do what's right. So, you guys know the parable of the Good Samaritan, right? Do you know why the priest and the Levite, they see a guy dead on the ground, almost dead, half dead right there? Do you know why they walk around and keep going? Because the law... Their religious rules say, if you touch a dead person, you'll be ceremonially unclean and not able to serve God. So their rules, their religious rules, trump the fact that this guy's dying on the ground. 
And what does Jesus say? He says, that should not be so. Like, that's not okay. So, Jesus is saying this. It is impossible to be an unloving Christian. Unloving Christian, unmerciful Christian, ungracious Christian, that's an oxymoron. And this is a shame because we all know that some of the best rule followers happen to be some of the most unloving, unmerciful, ungracious people. Unloving Christian is an oxymoron. So let me give you an example of what this would look like. It's something like this. It doesn't make sense. Jesus is saying that this should not be so. There's this all kinds of messed up. That if you think by following the rules you can get around loving people, you are not doing the, wrong, the right thing. So, so let's just put this together real quick and move on. This is our big theological point though. This is what Jesus says. He says, to love is to obey. It's not greater than obedience and it's not less than obedience. The obedience is to love. So if you obey God's law, what will it lead you to do? What does it mean to obey God's law? It means to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. What does it mean to obey God's law? It means to love your neighbor as yourself. If you ever pit obedience and love against one another, you've misunderstood it. You've ruined the gospel. So in this passage, we're going to see that Ahimelech gives David the bread. And frankly, the the passage doesn't explain. Is that good? Is that bad? We're not sure. But here's what we're sure of from this passage. We can be sure that God is good even when we're not. We can be sure that we do not earn our daily bread. David is a liar. Does he deserve that bread? Absolutely not. Should he be eating the holy bread? He's a liar. We do not earn our daily bread by following the rules or by being loving enough. We receive it as a gift of grace. The gospel is not that we are good. It's that he is. 